Gab, you were in Arizona uh, not too long ago to drive uh, the first vehicle to be uh, uh, conceived and assembled by solely the M division at BMW since forever, since the M1. And, exactly. and uh, non-surprisingly, it's an SUV. It's the XM. We saw the concept in uh, Miami uh, uh, that you attended as well, I think, and uh, uh, on the unveiling of that. And then you got to drove the production vehicle, which really looks like the concept uh, vehicle that you saw in Miami. How was that? Yeah, exactly. So w what we're looking at here essentially is the BMW XM. Um, it's, it, as you mentioned, the, the second, uh, only the second vehicle produced Uh, by the M division of uh, BMW. It is an SUV and it is powered by a hybrid uh, drivetrain. Yep. That you've got the V8 twin turbo uh, engine, but you also have an electric motor with a small battery uh, that, uh, that can uh, power the, the vehicle on electricity alone for about, they say about 80 kilometers. I think it's going to be less than that. Okay. But you can also drive it up to 130 kilometers an hour purely on electric drive, as long, of course, as you have energy in, in the battery. Yeah. So what we're looking at here, why does this, why does this vehicle exist? Yeah, it's keeping the V8, <laughs> keep, keeping V8 power and then adding hybrid. I mean, all the vehicles we're talking about, the, the newer vehicles we're talking about, 100% electric, not all of them, but most of them. And now this vehicle exists... Yeah, why, why, why is that so? It's 653 horsepower. It's 590 pounds-feet of torque. It's all-wheel drive. And basically what it is, is it's going to be a very exclusive vehicle uh, that is going to go against things like Lamborghini Urus, yep. like uh, the G-Wagon at Mercedes-Benz. Obviously, not, it's not, the G-Wagon is not as sporty as the XM. No, exactly. Or it's going to go against the, uh, the, the Cayenne GT Turbo, you know, the, which is the, the high-pop version of the, of the Cayenne. Uh, we can think about also other, you know, Aston Martin DBX 707, mm. things like that. So it's all, it all sounds very expensive. It <laughs> is expensive because the base, <laughs> we'll price, get to that. the base price for Canada is $220,000. Oh, well, it's, okay. the, it's in, in the bracket okay. of the vehicles And you the mentioned. price is actually part of it. You know, it, they, it had to be expensive, yes. you know, they, for them to uh, justify the fact that, you know, that they're going after the Eurus, that they're going after the high end. If it was somehow less money, people would think of it as a lesser car. So uh, part and, of it is... is oh, that. yeah. In, exactly. these, in these markets, in these yeah. uh, segments, it's always, it's always like that. So obviously, and if you're going to add some options, you can uh, you know, bring that, bump that price up to a quarter million dollars easy. Mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> you know, it's going to be very exclusive. They won't say how many units are coming to Canada, but it's going to be less than 100. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. So that's very limited. Very, yeah. I think, I think that's what it's going to be. I'm just guessing at this point, Yeah, yeah. but it's going to be around that, around that, that, uh, that price range. So, so basically the, the vehicle looks, you know, the, the bling factor is off the charts on this <laughs> thing because they've got, especially if you spec the gold packages, like gold trim on the side of the vehicle around also the, Um, the, the massive grill, grills, the kidney grill, yeah, exactly yeah. at the front. Um, they've got the uh, the BMW roundel laser etched into the rear glass of the vehicle, right? As a you know, sort of like a, a nod to the uh, the roundels that were on the uh, the first M car, the BMW M1, which was uh, launched in 1978. Yes, so. It, the, the, like I said, the bling factor is, is really off the charts with this thing in terms of the looks, exterior, 
but also inside because inside um, you've got this this weird looking headliner that's sort of like a diamond pattern uh, which is lit by LEDs oh wow and the rear seat. little bit of Rolls Royce influence right yeah, there yeah <laughs> something like that you know that's very close and the rear seat obviously lots of uh, rear leg room and the rear uh, second row is very much uh, style, a bit more like a lounge, you know, less driver oriented, but more comfort kind of thing. Right. So, it's um, it's it's a weird looking vehicle because, in a way, I call it a bit a Frankenstein because they've got the platform of the X7, the suspension of the X5M competition, mm-hmm. and then you've got <laughs> you've got this new power plant. With twin uh, twin turbo V8 plus the electric motor, which right. is in the gearbox, um, and uh, by the way, this also this hybrid drive unit, we know it's going to be in the next M5 because you know for the M division, the last M car that's going to be strictly uh, gas-powered engine is the new M2 that's mm. that's coming yep. out now, uh, but all of the other ones are going to be electrified. And as far as the M division are, is concerned, they, they figure that by 2027. They'll be selling more electrified vehicles, whether it's electric powered or uh, plug-in hybrid, right. than pure internal combustion engine. That's not too far away. The, yeah, that's like a couple of years. Yeah, uh, exactly. And right now, what's the best-selling M car right now in 2022? Uh, it's the i4 M50. Oh, really? The electric car. Yeah. That's their best-selling model for the M division. So it's, it, it shows it, you where, sh- where things yeah, are going. it tells going. a lot. Yep. But uh, this one, the uh, the XM, like I said, you're going to see them in in Beverly Hills. You're going to see yeah. them in South Beach. Yeah, you're going to see right. them in Dubai. In Abu Dhabi. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be that that kind of status SUV, right. just like the Urus is, just like the Aston Martin, things like that. So um, it's it's interesting. And you know the styling is way out there, but we know that BMW, that's what they do with their niche models or their right. lower volume models. You know, they, the, the styling is way out there and with the bread and butter cars or vehicles, X3, X5, the styling is more subdued. Yes. But this one is is very much, very much out there. And if you're buying it, you've, <laughs> you're really kind of making a statement. Right, you know, right, basically, right. Basically that you're, you're on board with this kind of outré type styling. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And the performance is there, you know, obviously the, the, the car is the car is quick. Um, but, you know, having said that, 0 100, 4.3 seconds, you know, a Taycan now, it's, mm. it's like a second faster. So mm. <laughs> That's the, a whole the, big, the, big yeah, second there. <laughs> the, the very fast electric uh, EVs, electric cars, sports cars, you know, I've sort of like ruined it for us. In terms yeah. Of, yeah, it's a sheer, a sheer acceleration. I agree. Yeah, I exactly. mean, it's, it's so, been, but still 4.3 seconds. That's, that's not a slouch yes, you know, for a yes. big vehicle like that, that size, that weight. Yeah. Uh, so again, and they'll sell everyone they make. That's for sure for top dollar. And uh, it's going to be a profitable product. Yeah, exactly. In the, end. the people who buy them are just out there to make a statement, obviously. Yeah. Okay. I've been uh, for my side. I've been. I I I was in California driving uh, the uh, a very also very opulent, a very big vehicle, but on the American side of things, which is the Hummer EV SUV. Um, I drove last year. I drove the uh, pickup version of uh, the uh, the Hummer EV, uh, and uh, now it's the uh, SUV. 
uh, variant that we got to drive. Not many differences, except uh, the wheelbase is nine inches uh, uh, shorter. So that's the first thing uh, to say. Uh, and also it carries a smaller battery. Uh, how much smaller, we don't know exactly because uh, the, the Hummer pickup has a 212.7 kilowatt per hour battery, which is, is completely, it's, it's three batteries, the three batteries in one. It's, yeah. I think it weighs as much as a, a car itself, like a small compact yeah. car. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of comparisons done, <laughs> you know, how much the vehicle weighs, how much a battery weighs. I mean, the official numbers of the output of that battery is going to be, it's a little, it's a little uh, lower. Uh, than the pickup, but still huge. I mean, it's we're talking about 20 module battery versus 24 modules, I think, or 26 module battery for the uh, for the uh, for, for the, the pickup, pickup version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, tons tons of uh, look, tons of tech, uh, tons of power as well. I mean, I, I'm saying tons because it 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 weighs. 9,000 pounds. Uh, oh. The pickup version weighs a little bit more than 9,000 pounds. I don't have the official figures. They didn't provide the, the official figures yet. Uh, but we could say that it's not much lighter than the pickup version. It's an SUV version. Um, the power is affected by the uh, the smaller battery, obviously. Uh, but we are still talking about 800 horsepower and 1,200 foot-pounds of torque. Same torque as the pickup version. Yeah. But uh, the, the first edition of the pickup version has a thousand horsepower. This mm. one has the, it's the same first edition. It has eight hundred and thirty horsepower. Still very respectable uh, power figures. Uh, but uh, the difference on the strip, if you you venture on the, uh, on drag, the drag strip, strip yeah. would yeah. be the zero to ninety six kilometers an hour to zero to sixty uh, in 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 American terms uh, goes uh, for uh, three seconds in the pickup version and three point five seconds. And the SUV version, which is which is kind of a, a gap if you're talking about race cars going yeah, on, exactly. on the drag strip, but not that big if you're talking about a big hunk of metal like this, uh, 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 non, not very aerodynamic uh, uh, Hummer uh, that we're talking about. Uh, obviously, I didn't mention, but it's built on the Altium uh, platform at General Motors, which is the ultimate Altium platform, as they call it, uh, which is the biggest one that you can get. Uh, Range-wise, uh, we're talking about uh, a little bit more, a little, a little bit over uh, than uh, uh, 480 uh, kilometers. On the pickup version, because of the bigger battery, was a little over uh, 500. So there's a little bit of range loss there. I don't think it has anything to do with aerodynamics because it all went down the drain when they designed the Dahmer. <laughs> aerodynamics weren't a concern. <laughs> so so we didn't ask about uh, the drag coefficient. Would have been a funny question at the um, at the uh, at the presentations to, to, to ask. I don't think they know it. But nevertheless, it doesn't really matter to the uh, the the, um, the average Hummer buyer. Uh, Ninety thousand reservations so far. Crazy for for this vehicle yeah. pickup and SUV mixed. And what's funny is that seventy percent of those reservations, it comes from people who never owned an electric car. So yeah. it goes to it, it goes with the personality of the vehicle. I mean, you're talking about electric vehicle aficionados or people that really really know about electric vehicles. They look at the Hummer and they say, Ugh. You know, it's a waste of, of resources, a waste of energy. Yeah, you could you exactly. can make three cars out of it, and they're not yeah. wrong. They're yeah, not wrong. They're, they're <laughs> not wrong about that because you know, in a way, it's like it's it, the whole concept is like completely insane. Yeah, when you it, think about it. Yeah, it's, you know, and it's like they're they're making a statement with it, but it's the wrong 
in my mind, you know, the, the wrong kind of statement. Yeah. You know, what, what we're looking for is what, what Volkswagen has announced in Europe. You know, looking yeah. for a $25,000 electric car. Yes. You know, a small the, electric that car. That you can actually now, park downtown. Yeah. And now what's this one going to cost? You know, it's, it's the same with the Lightning. You know, it's like huge. It's going to be hugely expensive. Yeah. Huge waiting list. Huge markups. Yes. And, you know, uh, it, it serves no logical purpose. Well, you know, that could be debated. Uh, first with pricing, uh, the, uh, uh, Off, they call it off-road version of the Edition One, which is the, the first, you know, the, the, the launch edition, $154,000 and $154,193 for the off-road version, $142,598 for the on-road version. The basic difference is between is the tires and, you know, uh, tow hooks and protection plates and stuff like that. And then you go down to $135,000, $122,000 and $108,000. Uh, that's all transport included because transporting this truck must be heavy. And then you, if you put a, tran a transport fee yeah, beside exactly. it, it's going to scare everybody. But, but you know, you're, you're talking these prices. I was expecting way more than that. Exactly. That's what I, I, I was going to tell you. And I, was, I wanted to discuss with you because, because of the tech, the mm -hmm. performance. I mean, everything in that vehicle, there's so much stuff. Okay. At the end, we're going to say there's the more stuff you get, the more can break. But, you know, you get, Uh, uh, four wheel steering. Uh, uh, it's a three motor setup. So two in the rear, one in the front. Uh, you get, uh, air suspension, uh, locking differentials in the front and back, torque factoring. Uh, you get, uh, you know, inside all kinds of, uh, off road gizmos, off road data logging. All the screens inside are, are the designs are made by the Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine is like the video game yeah. uh, grade uh, uh, graphics, which is which is you know things that we don't we don't really notice, but but buyers will will say, wow, you know, I can get this, I can get that. Uh, 17 cameras uh, all around the vehicle uh, to, for off roading. Uh, the cameras on the bottom of the uh, uh, for off roading uh, they can they they auto clean themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it, there's I mean I could go on and on and And on and on and you know about everything that you'll find in the Hummer and for the price like you said I mean wow you know you you get a lot and there's value quote-unquote in it if you can get your hands on it um, but it's not a vehicle for everybody I mean we've been driving we drove it off-road it's very capable we drove it on the road I mean it's got body roll of course it does but It's it's maneuverable because of the four four, four wheel steering. steering. Yeah, I mean, it's got the same turning radius as a Bolt. Yeah, that's you know, incredible. which is you can drive it at you know downtown. You can you, you can do easily do U turns with it. So I drove it on a, vari a variety of of roads, and honestly, at the end of the at the beginning of the drive, I was looking at it and saying, "Well, who's going to buy that? It's too big. It's 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 it consumes too much energy." But at the end. Of the drive, I was wow. This thing is growing on me. I mean, it's it's got, it is. I mean, it's fast. It's 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 got the looks. It's got you know like so. It's kind of a love hate relationship. You love to hate it because it's it's a waste, you know, of of energy and a waste of resources. But when once you drive it, he says, "Well, I only paid." You know that much for it. I got all of it. I mean, it's it's the Im it's at the image of consumerism. Yeah, you know, like what, do, you, do you need it? Yeah. No, but you got a good deal on it. Yes, you know. Yeah, so so obviously uh, uses a lot of power. Uh, uh, you know, like to, to twice, three times the energy of of, of a normal EV. So it's uh, it's you know it needs its own hydroelectric plant uh, yeah. basically to fuel. But like you said, it's gonna it's gonna sell. 
uh, they're going to sell all of them with all these reservations and and people who are going to buy it, they're going to love them and they're going to show them off and they're going to drive them never drive him off road they're going to drive him on you know on, on the street and and it's going to be one of those vehicles that you point and look and say hey there's a hummer you know that's what it used to be that's what the the, the hummer it was the all, h1 yeah the very all along one, yeah, you know exactly. so so there you go Gab, uh, a couple of uh, podcast episodes back, you drove the Land Rover Range Rover, but this time you put your hands on the long wheelbase uh, uh, version. And <laughs> yeah, we want to hear about that test drive because it is, again, it's an opulent vehicle. It goes with the trend today on this episode with yeah. the XM and the Hummer and now the long wheelbase uh, Range Rover. How did you find it? Well, uh, you know, you were talking about the prices for this Hummer Uh, SUV, you know, like 150 and something. This Range Rover long wheelbase is base price $259,900. That's the base price. So wow. $100,000 more for an SUV that has a V8 power plant. Yes. That is totally traditional. You know, <laughs> there's nothing... Um, yeah, of course it's got tech, but we're not talking about electric drive. We're not talking about hybrid. <laughs> yeah, we're, it's, talking, we're talking it's about re, it's a repackage. <laughs> exactly. So basically, it's a it's the the Range Rover, but the extended uh, version. Tons of room in this vehicle. The rear seat legroom is is it's basically a limousine. Right. Um, so you get everything that you get in a, in a Range Rover in a larger vehicle that rides and handles extremely well mm -hmm. I mean you know the, the, it's so smooth it's so quiet it's it's silky silky is the the, the, the term that comes to mind even the engine when you're powering um, it you know the engine note is subdued it's just it's there but you know it's not it's not like all you hear it's, right. it's very quiet cabin very comfortable yeah it's a good balance between yeah. you know the what what you bought as for horsepower and sound and the quietness that you want in a luxury vehicle exactly and the inside you know obviously the the styling minimal styling that we see from from Range Rover whether it's the exterior design or the uh, the interior design as well beautiful absolutely beautiful vehicle The only problem really with it is, is how much it costs. You know, like we're talking about a quarter million dollars as a base price. And yep. if you start throwing in some options, then you, of course, knock the price well north of that. But um, and also, you know, we've 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 harped on this a little bit with Land Rover, the, the long term reliability, the fact that their scores are not doing really well in terms of vehicles that have three years of, of use on the road. Right. We've talked also about the off road capability. You know, obviously, this this vehicle is also very capable off road, but none or pretty much, you know, very few of the owners will ever venture off-road to them off-road is the gravel road on the way to the the cottage at the lake right you know whereas we think of off-road as something altogether <laughs> different so <laughs> so again um it a very fine piece of work very good looking very exclusive that cachet is there but you know like that a quarter of a million dollars for for a truck that has you know in a way uh It's strange because now, you know, we look at these things and we go like, you know, it's pretty much yesterday's tech, you know, a V8, a V8 engine. Right. It's not so long ago. It was the, the cat's meow, you know, is the thing to, to, to get. Mm -hmm. But now it's like they're falling behind a little bit with, uh, with regards to, to EV. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how Land Rover makes that transition if they do, because now they're, you know, coming out with more hybrid yes. uh, drive models and plug-in hybrids and so on and so forth. 
But, you know, the day for an all-electric uh, Land Rover, it's still a bit of a ways away. It's still away. a bit ways yeah. away, right. Exactly. On the next episode, uh, we will be talking about a very important vehicle that you are going to drive, um, the Mazda CX-90. I think we presented it a couple of episodes back, and now is the time to drive it, a vehicle that... Uh, kind of represents uh, the pinnacle uh, uh, of the new Mazda, but still looks looks and feels like a, like like Mazda. Um, and that's going on in... San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, that's Perfect. where we're going to drive it. So basically, you know, uh, like you've mentioned, we've, we've, we've talked a little bit about the, the, uh, the Mazda CX-90, but basically Mazda is very much moving towards a premium segment with right. their vehicles. And so the CX-90 is very much uh, geared towards that. Uh, beautiful styling, whether it's uh, exterior design or interior, but also, you know, a serious commitment from them, from them in that they uh, developed uh, two uh, new drivetrains. Right. Basically, they've built a brand new inline six-cylinder engine for, and this will be the first application for right. it for in this vehicle, CX-90, but also... Um, a uh, plug-in hybrid uh, drivetrain, so a four-cylinder engine with electric motor with a battery. So, again, plug-in hybrid. That's the system that they put in the uh, CX60 that is uh, was uh, unveiled in in Europe uh, right. last summer, right. and now that's making its way to the uh, the CX90. So. It's going to be uh, interesting. Looking forward to 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 the drive. L- very much looking forward to see how this vehicle runs with an inline six because I'm absolutely in love with that kind of engine configuration. configuration. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. You know, perfect yeah. balance. Doesn't need any kind of uh, counter rotating balance shafts and things like that. Right. It's inherently well balanced. Okay. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see how uh, it's also a large vehicle. You know, three rows, and whether they they were able to keep that Mazda DNA of uh, great dynamics and ride and handling. So I'm really really looking forward to uh, to go driving that. And shortly after that, I'm gonna fly over to Moab <laughs> and go to the oh, Jeep yes. Easter Safari right. to see the new um, the new Jeep uh, concepts. Yes, and also to drive uh, some of their uh, their their Jeep production vehicles on in the mud in the on the most challenging terrain, perhaps for <laughs> off road vehicles, which is Moab, Utah, which is you know of course well known for its uh, incredible scenery and scenic beauty and all that, and also for these incredible trails that they have, where it's the mecca basically of off roading. Uh, uh, in the world, yeah, and so it's going to be great to be able to uh, experience the jeeps and their natural habitat. So yes, to speak. yes. Uh, for my part, a little bit more mainstream vehicles, but nonetheless very important. Uh, the uh, Toyota Prius Prime uh, that we're going to test drive in uh, in uh, California, uh, as well followed uh, by the Toyota Corolla Cross Hybrid uh, version. Uh, so stay tuned for that because uh, these vehicles are very very. There, a lot of people are waiting for them in Canada, and uh, and we're uh, we're we can't wait to uh, uh, learn all about them, but also uh, give them uh, a try and see how they uh, they perform uh, against the competition, but as well as as, as the uh, current models. So thank you for listening once again for the eleventh episode of the Car Guide Podcast, and uh, we will speak in a couple of weeks uh, for the twelfth uh, episode. Thank you very much. Take care and so long. Thank you for listening to the Car Guide Podcast. 
don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you'd like. Visit us at carguideweb.com for daily updates and news on everything auto, as well as weekly reviews and drives. You can also follow us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at The Official Car Guide. 